You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Previously, we examined a very important incident, an act of sacrifice that occurred on the night of the Hijrah. Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib salam offering to sleep in the Prophet's bed. And the pagans, they came to attack the Prophet, to assassinate him only to discover that the Prophet was not there. The Prophet had escaped and Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib salam was in his bed. Now after the Prophet leaves the city of Mecca, he goes south to a cave called Ghar al-Thawr, the cave of Thawr. This is a cave that is situated about four kilometers south of Mecca. Now on the way to this cave, as the Prophet was going to Ghar al-Thawr, Abu Bakr joins him. Now how exactly does Abu Bakr join the Prophet is still a historical mystery. It's still debated amongst historians. We know that after the Prophet escaped, somewhere on his way to the cave, he met Abu Bakr. And Abu Bakr joined him and he went into the cave with the Prophet. But how exactly did Abu Bakr join him? Was there an appointment between him and the Prophet? Did he accidentally see the Prophet on the way? We don't know exactly what happened. However, we can work with some clues to see how Abu Bakr came into the picture. Because before that, only Imam Ali was in the picture. Only he knew of the Prophet's plan to leave and he was willing to sacrifice his life for the Prophet. Other companions, it seems, were not aware that the Prophet was escaping that that night to escape that assassination uh, attempt. So how is it that Abu Bakr came into the picture? So that's one possibility, that it was a coincidence. However, let's look at some historical clues to tell us more about the role of Abu Bakr in this incident. Now Ibn Hisham in his seerah, he mentions that when the Quraysh, the pagans realized that their plot was failing and that the Prophet was nowhere to be found, it was Imam Ali in his bed, Ibn Hisham tells us that someone appears, he doesn't tell us who, keeps it vague, Someone appears and he talks to these um, people who had come to murder the Prophet. He comes to them and he tells them, you have lost, you failed. قَدْ وَاللَّهِ خَرَجَ عَلَيْكُمْ مُحَمَّدٌ Muhammad has escaped. And I'll tell you how he escaped. He took some sand or some dirt and he threw it at you and he blinded you. Now at this point they were so confused how their plot failed 
Apparently they were not aware that there was dust and sand on their faces and their heads. So he tells them, just touch your hair and you'll see that there's sand on your hair. So they touch their heads and their hair. They realize, yeah, you know what? There's sand on our heads. And he told them, see, he escaped and you have failed in your plot. Don't you see what has happened? Then they told him, what do you mean? How did he escape? This is his house and this was his bed. Then it clicks that this was the Prophet's plan and scheme to escape and to have Imam Ali in his bed. So Ibn Hisham tells us that someone came and talked to these people about the Prophet escaping and rebuking them. He's saying it in a tone that he's rebuking them. You know, you failed. Why did you let him leave in a tone like that? Ibn Hisham does not tell us who that person is. So we need to look for clues to see who that person is. Now upon examining some clues, we can come to the following conclusion. Let's ask, who knew about the migration of the Prophet that night? Who was aware that the Prophet was about to migrate that evening or that night? Of course Imam Ali because the Prophet had told him and he had asked him to sleep in his bed. So Imam Ali knew about this. Who else? But that person is not Imam Ali because Imam Ali was in the room. So who's this person talking to these pagans? and telling them, you know, shame on you, you missed your opportunity, he left, just touch your head and see the dust that he threw at you. Who's that person? Now if we look at historical clues, Ibn Ishaq, who's also an expert on the Prophet's biography and he has a seerah work, Ibn Ishaq says, وَلَمْ يُعْلَمْ فِي مَا بَلَغَنِي وَلَمْ يَعْلَمْ فِي مَا بَلَغَنِي he says, as far as I know, no one knew that the Prophet was leaving that night except Ali and Abu Bakr and the family of Abu Bakr. He says, only these three were aware that the Prophet was leaving that night. Imam Ali, obviously, the Prophet told him. So Ibn Ishaq is telling us here that Abu Bakr also knew that the Prophet was leaving that night. He was aware. Okay, let's ask this question. Ibn Hisham tells us this mysterious figure appears out of nowhere and he talks to them. And he's comfortable with them because he's talking to the pagans, he's having a conversation with them, he's telling them, touch your hair, he's escaped. So it seems that he was aware of their plot and he was also aware <laughs> that the Prophet was escaping. Now I'm not here to make, to draw any concrete conclusions. You make your own analysis. Ibn Hisham tells us this person appeared and had this conversation. Ibn Ishaq tells us two individuals knew about the Prophet's migration. Imam Ali and Abu Bakr. And yes, he says Al Abi Bakr, the family of Abu Bakr. But the family of Abu Bakr, they were not close to the Prophet. They were not people who knew what the Prophet was up to, where he's going, he, they, they were not. Only Abu Bakr was you know, a companion who was around. But as for the family of Abu Bakr, they weren't that close to the Prophet. So 
if we want to historically analyze this and put the clues together, what is this indicating? This could indicate that he was aware the Prophet was leaving that night and he was also aware of the assassination attempt, the plot to kill the Prophet that they're that they're assassinating okay how did he come to know that the prophet was leaving that night that's a good question if we look at sunni sources they tell us that abu bakr that night he walked into the prophet's room only to discover ali ibn abi talib in the prophet's bed so he asks him where's rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa Imam Ali tells him he left towards the well of Bi'r Maymuna. He tells him the Prophet he went towards a well that the Imam tells him about. It's called the well of Maymuna. Then Abu Bakr goes and tries to find the Prophet or join the Prophet. That is one narration that tells us how Abu Bakr met the Prophet. So the Prophet had not told Abu Bakr as far as we know that he's leaving that night. So either he learned from Imam Ali or another historical possibility or analysis is that as the Prophet was leaving, Abu Bakr was also coming in the, in, in the darkness of that night and he happened to meet him and the Prophet took him with him. But it's very important to analyze this event. Who is this person who spoke to these assassinators? You know, these assassins who had come to assassinate the Prophet. How was he so comfortable with them? Because the way he talks to them reveals that he was close to the Prophet and also to them. He's close to them because he's talking to them very comfortably. He's aware of their plot. And in fact, he's even rebuking them. You know, he, you let him escape. Look at the tone of... Ibn Hisham, how he quotes it, it's as if he's telling them, you let him escape. Yet at the same time, he seemed to be close to the Prophet. He, he's kind of following up with the news of the Prophet. He's concerned about where the Prophet is going, his next move. He probably even went and talked to Imam Ali Now I'm not here to pass any judgment or draw any concrete conclusions, but you put these together to see what could have happened on that night. Yes, so Abu Bakr, whether he learns from Imam Ali where the Prophet is going or he coincidentally meets the Prophet because that's another possibility that as the Prophet was escaping, he meets Abu Bakr on the way, the Prophet holds his hands, he says, come with me. Now this was not pre-planned like Imam Ali السلام, sleeping in the Prophet's bed. Imam Ali sleeping in the Prophet's bed, that was pre-planned. The Prophet had asked him and this is why it's a virtue for him. Whereas for Abu Bakr, they use this as a virtue for him that he joined the Prophet. Abu Bakr joining the Prophet was not planned by the Prophet. It happened coincidentally. The Prophet was leaving. He meets Abu Bakr on his way. Why does the Prophet tell him, come with me? Because the Prophet was concerned because those men were still guarding the Prophet's house. He was concerned if Abu Bakr goes back to that area, they're going to interrogate him. Excuse me, where did you come from? Did you see Muhammad? 
And the Prophet was concerned if they interrogate him, that could lead to his whereabouts. That will give them a hint that he may have met the Prophet. So the Prophet just took him, not to give any clues to the pagans where the Prophet was. Now there are by the way some, this is not the majority of, of Shia scholars, but there are those scholars who believe that one reason the Prophet took him, he was more concerned than that. <coughs> that maybe he would actually go and reveal where the Prophet was. We don't have any concrete, concrete evidence. You can put some clues together, but we don't have any concrete historical evidence that that is the case. But some scholars do believe in that and they do consider that as a very strong possibility. But in any case, it was not planned. The Prophet happened to meet him and he took him. He took him with him to go to the cave. So if he went, well, well, he first spoke to the pagans, then he goes, you know, for example, he, let's say if we take the other version that tells us Imam Ali salam told him where the Prophet is, then he went to search for the Prophet. So we don't know exactly who spoke to the pagans, but there are indications that could have been him. And if he did speak to the pagans, we could say that later he went, you know, in a different direction. Maybe he also was searching for the Prophet. Then the Prophet took him with him so he doesn't go back. And they would interrogate him and try to find out where, where he is. Yes? Did Abu Bakr ever in his life mention that he was the person who told the Prophet? Is there is a discussion about the entire incident, whether Abu Bakr was even with the Prophet in the cave or that was another person. There are some researchers who will negate that. But from our hadiths of Ahlul Bayt, from Imam al Baqir, Imam al Sadiq, السلام, it seems well established that he was with the Prophet. He, not, he did not claim it as a virtue, no. For example, at Saqifah, when companions were listing their virtues, this is not one virtue that you know he would claim for himself because it wasn't a virtue as we shall see. So we say he was with the Prophet, the Prophet did take him, he went into the cave, but it's not a virtue for him. And that's why he never considered it a virtue, yes. No, that's also not something that he mentioned as a virtue, the fact that he let salah. Because we believe in our correct historical sources that he did. He tried to lead salah, but then the Prophet told Imam Ali or Ibn Abbas to carry him as he was very sick. Aisha sent her father, when she saw the Prophet was ill, she told her father, why don't you go and lead the salah? When the Prophet heard, he was upset and disappointed. So he told them, even though I'm sick, it's very hard for me to pray, but take me and he made it a point that he would lead the prayer. And he never mentioned that as a virtue, no. Abu Bakr at Saqifah and even during his caliphate, he never said the Prophet appointed me to lead the salah. That's not a virtue he mentioned. And the cave is also, you know, not a virtue that he would mention. So we do believe that he was with the Prophet. There are some who've, who've tried to refute that and they bring their own evidence. I myself don't, I don't think their evidence is strong enough. So he was definitely with the Prophet, but now let's examine whether that was a virtue or not. Because the verse of, a, of the cave is considered the biggest virtue that they have for Abu Bakr. He's the companion of the Prophet in the cave. And as we mentioned last time, they use this virtue 
to eclipse what Imam Ali did earlier that night, which, is, which was his act of sacrifice. So we'll examine whether this is a virtue or not. 